Hello, friends, kingdom builders, kingdom connectors, and everyone who is about the Father's business. Welcome to the ministry of Apostle Kenneth Fletcher and the Mind of Conception podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast to help us connect with the body of Christ and contribute to the growth and success of the kingdom of God. So let's join the teaching of the word right now. Right into the word of God tonight. Uh, We thank God for all of you again that continue to listen to the podcast, like the audio, just not the video, but the audio of these teachings on Tuesday night. Uh, Somebody is doing a great job. I don't know who it is, but somebody is doing a great job with spreading the podcast around because it's getting listened to a whole lot. And so the numbers have really changed and transformed from what they used to be. So I want to thank you all for continuing to help us uh, just get the word out. Right. And so that's the audio version of everything you can hear. You can go back and listen to the teachings again and perhaps get some more out of them in order to be encouraged in your faith. And why do we say that? Because, again, the Bible is very clear that the just shall live by faith. And so, again, if we want anything to happen in our lives, it's going to happen through our believing what God has said, right? Because once you believe, you will act, right? And when people believe, they will actually get involved in what they say they believe. And so I just was, I was just praying about something to share uh, tonight. And we've been talking about that as far as faith and everything. But I want to go to the book of Ephesians tonight. And I just want to read the prayer of the Apostle Paul, and he is praying for the church, because I think somebody said, and it might have been everybody collectively, but the reality of knowing him and having a revelation of who he really is, and one of the greatest ways to have that revelation of who he is, is that I have to believe the gospel. So before we go to the book of Ephesians, I want to go quickly, one one verse, to the book of Romans, chapter number one, and verse number 16. And then we're going to go to the book of Ephesians, chapter number one, and then we'll just stay right there tonight, if the Lord say the same. But I want you to see this out of Romans one, chapter Romans chapter one, verse 16 and 17. I said one verse, but that's actually two verses. But we're talking about the gospel, right? The good news what you and I are supposed to be spreading out uh, all throughout the earth, right? And in our own lives as well. Paul writes it this way. He says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Now watch verse 17. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. So Paul's telling us a very powerful thing, right? First of all, we don't never need to be ashamed of the gospel, the word of God. As Eleanor was saying so eloquently earlier, the word of God, the gospel is the power of God to bring salvation. 
And so that salvation doesn't just mean, you know, I'm going to miss hell and go to heaven. When you look the word salvation up and really dig into the word salvation, it means preservation. It means deliverance. It means health. It means soundness. It means wholeness. It means completeness. It means peace, right? So when I, it means deliverance. So the gospel, the word of God, is the power of God unto soundness, completeness, wholeness, preservation, healing, deliverance. So everything that you and I may need to be victorious in life can be found in and through the gospel. Well, what is the gospel? The good news of the word of God, right? God's word is the gospel, right? And that's the good news. So when I'm telling somebody that God can heal you, that's good news. When I'm telling somebody God can provide for you, that's good news, right? When I'm telling somebody God can give you peace, that's good news. So he says, Paul says it this way. He says, I'm not ashamed of this because it is the power of God to everyone that will believe. The gospel is the power. It's not your power or my power. It's the word itself. The gospel is the power, right? And so the power of God, and it will manifest and make itself known to everyone that will believe. So this is why I talk about believing so much. You hear me talking about faith so much. And I watch it break as he breaks it down. He says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Now, if you stop right there, somebody say, oh, well, we just have it. Well, no, there's some kind of participation and cooperation that you and I have to do because the gospel is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. So if they don't believe or will not believe or won't believe, the power that's in the gospel can't bring them deliverance. But if they choose to just believe what God said, the gospel itself has the power to give them freedom, to give them preservation, to give them healing, to give them deliverance, to do all of these things for us. So the struggle for most people is just believing God. Now watch this. As we move on, we're going to look at this prayer tonight of Paul for the church. But even someone that will, would want to even be saved, maybe they've never confessed their sins to God and they never accepted Jesus Christ and they're looking at their history, their own history, they're looking at their life and they see all the things they've done wrong. And for some people, it is so hard for them to believe that if they confess their sins and trust in Jesus Christ, that he will save them. Because they'll begin to argue with you and tell you it can't be that easy. All I got to do is confess and believe. It, it can't be that easy. Why? Because the gospel is the power of God to everyone that believes. Once you believe him, his power takes over and does the work. Okay? But the struggle, if you've, especially if you, for you that have witnessed and ministered and witnessed other people, and really getting them to believe that what God said God can do 
is is a lot of where the battle is because they'll their human reasoning their own experiences things that they have have been through in life will try to argue and bring up arguments and reasonings against what god has promised but folks my reasoning and your reasoning our intellect cannot match up with the promise of God. If God promised something, you're going to have to take, you and I are going to have to take our intellect and sit our intellect aside and our reasoning aside and say, let God be true and every man be a liar, right? And that's hard for some folks because their reasoning won't let them go, right? And like I said, you, and you talk to people, we all talk to people, their reasoning and their human intellect has them captive and refuse to let them go. Like Sister Angie was saying, they'll say, well, what's so wrong with doing this? Well, you're using human logic. You're using human reasoning. So you don't see nothing wrong with living a certain way. But God said, this is what you should do and what you shouldn't do. Now, either I'm going to use my human reasoning or human logic, or I'm going to say, let God be true and everybody else a liar. You only have one or two choices. You only have one choice, right? You're either going to say God is true or my experience is true. But how many people have taken their experience and put their experience on the same level with God's word? Folks, it, it should never be so. Okay, uh, that's going. You're going to have to meditate on that because uh, uh, many times you probably heard people say that uh, uh, perception is reality. No, it's not. Perception is only ninety percent of reality. What God says, His truth is a hundred percent reality. And it never changes. It doesn't matter what you've gone through, what I've gone through, what I've been faced with. What God has said can never be changed. It is eternal and it will last and stand the test of time. So glory to God. Amen. Amen. Because it is written. Exactly. Glory to God. And so that's what God is trying to get us to see. So I didn't mean to get too far off on there. But let's look at this. In verse 17, he says this. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed. How is the righteousness of God revealed? Let's read the scripture now, because we don't want to just make it up in our mind. The righteousness of God is revealed how? From faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. So every time, what am I saying? Every time I believe God, and every time I choose to go with God above my own reasoning, right? And I'm not saying, let, let me let me slow down here because I want to make myself plain. I'm not saying, you know, don't use reasoning and intellect to cross the street. If you see a truck coming down the street, don't walk out in front of the truck saying, you know, the Lord is going to protect me. No, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about, when, when a situation looks difficult for our understanding, right? When a situation does not fit in to uh, the parameters of what we would like it to be, 
then that's when I have to submit myself and surrender to the knowledge and wisdom of God on what to do in, in, in any particular circumstance, okay? So God's righteousness, God's way, right? His way of doing, his way of being is revealed, glory to God, from faith to faith, right? How, what, wouldn't it be beautiful to know God's ways? Wouldn't it be wonderful to know God's righteousness? Wouldn't it be a blessed life to live the life in the way that the creator deems to be right? Watch what I'm saying now. I'm going somewhere. So the righteousness of God is revealed. Glory to God. And it is revealed from faith to faith. So that means it has to be unfolded. It has to be made known to you. It has to be revealed to you. And unless you and I will believe him, it will not be revealed. So there, there can be some darkness there. There can be some misunderstanding. There could be some areas and avenues in life that I didn't really walk out in the fullness because I didn't have an understanding of God's righteousness. And whenever we're talking about, let's listen to this real quickly. Whenever we're talking about God's righteousness, it's God's way, right? His right way, his way of doing whatever needs to be done. His way of dealing with people, God's righteousness, right? His way of taking care of my home, his way of taking care of my spouse, God's righteousness, his way of taking care of my children, right? His way of, of me dealing with the affairs of life, you know, dealing with, uh, again, responsibilities, God's righteousness. And that righteousness has to be revealed. It's not something that you can just study and something that you can just figure out, again, in your intellect. You and I have to believe and believe by faith. And when we believe by faith, God reveals his righteousness. Glory to God. And once the righteousness is revealed, now you know how to walk. What am I saying? Now you know which path to take. Now you are being led in the path of righteousness for his name's sake, right? You're, you're doing life in the righteousness of God. Glory to God. And when you're doing life, in the righteousness of God, you can be as bold as a lion. Glory to God. When you're doing life in the righteousness of God. So let's break it on down. But the righteousness can only be revealed. And how can it be revealed? It can be revealed from faith to faith. So that's why God says, trust me, right? Believe me. That's why he says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. For he that come to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Folks, so that's what I'm trying to encourage you to understand. Now, what am I supposed to believe? His word. Listen, I'm not supposed to necessarily believe my feelings. My feelings can change from day to day. 
sometimes from hour to hour. Come on now. I mean, I mean, you can go through something and now you, your feelings and emotions and reasoning and intellect is all over the place. But guess what? The word of God never changes. It's going to say the same thing all the time. But I have to have a revelation of what's being said and a revelation of the righteousness of God to be revealed. Because once, listen, let me tell you this. Once the righteousness of God is revealed to you, you know what to do about those bills. I'm just, I'm making it as plain as I can, right? Because God's way of doing things, God's way of doing things, his righteousness, his way is now revealed to you. So you're like, no, I'm not just going to follow the trend of the society. I'm not just going to follow the trend of the world. Why? Because I'm following the righteousness of God. Did y'all catch that? Praise God. I pray that y'all can catch that. You got you to gotta catch that because that, that's not, that's something that has to be revealed, right? And that's why I think, I don't know who it was. Somebody was talking earlier. That's why the world looks at us so strange. I mean, many of us, as we're walking in this faith of God, they're like, you are just strange. You are just like totally different than like, you know, you're, not, you, you, like, you're going the other way than other people. You know, everybody's going this way, but you're swimming upstream, so to speak, you know. Well, it's because we're living in a whole different uh, 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 jurisdiction. We're living in the righteousness of God. See, I know society says this is okay. Society says that's okay. Uh, you know, glory to God. I mean, they're doing all kind of stuff. But God's righteousness will give you or show you the path that he wants you to take. Even though the whole world may be going down the broad path, God, his righteousness has you and I walking down the narrow path. Glory to God. And that's in his righteousness, right? Not self-righteousness, because God has revealed himself to you and what he wants from you, right? I, I was sharing uh, with a friend and we were talking about a pastor friend of mine from Wichita Falls. And we were just talking about how God has 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 protected our lives for 30 plus years. And, and we talk about different situations and circumstances that many people have gone through and all of these things. And we had to stop and give God glory because God began to show us that when you follow him, right? And we don't know everything. We don't know every detail. We don't know every turn and every dip and every high mountain and every valley low. We don't know everything. But as long as we're following God's path, glory to God, God can protect you from danger seen and unseen. Glory to God. The enemy can plot against you. He can try to take you out, take you down, but God will make a way of escape. Come on, that's good. Praise God. And so you have to believe the gospel, believe the good news, believe the goodness of God, and his righteousness will be revealed from faith to faith. So let's go quickly to Ephesians 1. So let me show you what Paul prayed for the church. And this is something you can pray for yourself every day. You should pray for yourself every day. Uh, you should pray for others. Uh, that they will have this revelation just as the scripture has says it. Now, listen, any prayer that's in the Bible, you can pray. I mean, you don't even have to ask if that's okay to pray, right? <laughs> I mean, if, if, if this prayer is inspired by the Holy Spirit, then you want to pray this prayer. 
So watch what he says in Ephesians chapter one and verse, we'll start at verse number 15. Ephesians chapter one and verse number 15. Wherefore, I also, after I heard of your what? Your faith, there it is again, in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints. Verse 16, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Okay, so this is the Apostle Paul talking about praying for the believers or those that had faith. Now watch what he says here. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ the Father of glory may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation, come on, in the knowledge of him. Folks, we're going to pause there just for a second. The righteousness of God has to be revealed from faith to faith. So he says, pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation, what God opens up to you, unveils to you, right? He gives you a greater capacity to believe him. Glory to God. A greater capacity, mm, glory to God, <laughs> amen, hallelujah, to be in agreement with him, right? Right. He gives you a greater capacity to where your, your human and my human intellect won't get in the way of what God says, right? If God said that I have called you to be a partaker of my divine nature, then your, your human intellect won't get in the way and fight that, right? When the spirit of wisdom, I'm trying not to preach here, but you know, and revelation is in you and upon you, then when God says these things, you will accept them and receive them and not try to rebuttal them, right? How many people have done that? And you've ministered to people just like I have. And you can show them something in the scriptures and this belongs to the believer and they can't hardly believe that God would give them that. No, God can't be that good to me. I've done this. See, so what I need is a revelation of the righteousness of God. Believe, so I have the capacity to accept what he has said about me. Glory to God. And that, that's going to be good stuff. Glory to God. Amen. And so, uh, and, and one of the easiest ones that I often use, you can write this down and read it later, is Ephesians 2 and 6, when it says, but you who were dead in trespasses and sin, has he quickened, made us alive together in Christ, and raised us up to sit together in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. So when Christ, God raised Christ, he sees you as raised up with him. But if you can't accept that or don't have a revelation of that, you won't accept that. You'll be like, no, nah, I can't go to God. I, I'm this, I'm that. No, but when you have a the spirit of revelation and wisdom of God, the knowledge of God, it gives you the capacity to just accept what God has said about you, right? Because we say these things, and many of you know them, and we'll say things like, you know, we didn't choose him, but he chose us. But then we'll turn right around, right back around, right after saying something like that, and feel guilty, and feel condemned, and feel unworthy. But then, wait a minute, you just said he chose you. Well, if he chose you, how can you be unworthy? It, did he choose you or didn't he choose you? Glory to God. 
Come on now, y'all, are you with me here? Praise God. So what I'm saying is we need a revelation, right? The spirit of wisdom in the and revelation in the knowledge of him. Glory to God. Watch this. Verse 18. I'm not going to be able to finish all this tonight. We'll come back to it again. The eyes of your understanding being open, right? Or enlightened, as the King James says, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. He Now, he's still praying now. He's still praying all the stuff that he wants you to see. He wants your eyes to be open. He wants you to have wisdom and revelation. He wants you to have understanding. All the things that he's praying here, that you may know, that you may have a working knowledge, a, a comprehension of the hope of his calling, all of these things, and that you may also know what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power. See, 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 glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> so, so what God wants from the believer is that you begin to walk in a confidence that you, you know and can comprehend the power of God. Folks, the world don't have this. They're, they're, and I understand I'm not making light of their situation, but most people are fearful. I mean, most people are afraid. Most people don't know what's going to happen next. They're, they're concerned about every moment of their life. And, and, and I, you feel you have compassion for them and feel for them. But the child of God, you can know what is the hope of your calling. You can know what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward those that believe. Glory to God. You don't have to walk around in fear. Glory to God, man. Ah. And so, uh, and, and, and I love that somebody said earlier, they love to hear everybody's voice. And I love to be able to talk to you in this capacity and those that have that hunger for the word, because you will be amazed at even how many Christian people don't know what I'm talking about right here, all out of the scripture. I'm not telling them nothing that is off in the blue sky somewhere. I'm just reading the word. And the Christian people are fearful and fretful and full of anxiety and, and all of this. Well, what I've learned this, and I don't make light of it, you need the spirit of wisdom and revelation of him. The revelation of what he's done for you. Glory to God. The revelation of your redemption through the blood and body of Jesus Christ. You couldn't do, you and I can do nothing to earn this and nothing to deserve this except believe that he did it for me. Glory to God. Why did he do it for me? Because he just chose to love me. Not because I was worthy or because I had any properties of, you know, anything worth, but because he said, I have chosen to love you with an everlasting love. And when you and I believe and know the love of God, the power of the gospel brings forth the righteousness of God into your very life. Wow. 
glory to God, man. And so, hallelujah. That's my prayer for you tonight. And as Paul uh, shared this prayer, he says, open the eyes of their understanding, right? Glory to God. Let them know what is the hope of their calling and the riches of the, in of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Folks, this is not a small thing that God has done for us. Man, Lord have mercy. And, and I really do pray that I, my prayer for all of you is that that spirit of wisdom and revelation will begin to fall upon you, right? You'll begin to, that anointing of wisdom and revelation of him. So you'll know you can't do anything to earn this. The only thing you can do is believe it, <laughs> glory to God. And when you believe it, the righteousness is revealed. God reveals it to you from faith to faith. Glory to God. As you believe it, as you choose to say, yes, I believe this. I believe this is what he done for me. I believe that he done all of this for me. And when you do that, his righteousness is revealed. Folks, that's what we need to have revealed the righteousness of God. See, sometimes I've heard people say this to me before. They say, well, I'm not worthy of this. I'm not worthy of that, right? Or whatever. And I say, you're right. You're right. You're not worthy. But worthy is the lamb that was slain <laughs> to receive this wisdom and riches and power and might. Worthy is the lamb. And guess what? I become an heir of God. And guess what? a joint heir with Christ because I believe in him. Glory to God. So this thing, and this, I'm going to try to make it as plain as I can as we get it wrapping up here tonight. It has to become a revelation in you, right? Because I've come to realize some people have a head knowledge of God, but they don't really have a revelation of the goodness of God, right? Of what God has done, right? When, listen, folks, we're, we have, we, the time is getting short. I believe we're getting close to the end of days. Folks, God could have come many years ago, but he waited for you and I. Gave us the opportunity to put our faith in Jesus Christ so that we can have a revelation of the righteousness of Amen, amen. Thank God for his word. We pray that you were blessed by the teaching on our podcast today. Please join us for online fellowship in our personal Zoom room. The access code is 931-432-8488. And the password is the number two. God bless you. We love you and hope to connect with you soon. Until then, continue to be about the Father's business.